sure stuff is ready when you are. Good evening. Welcome to the November 6, 2023 Sacramento Youth Commission business meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Bergen? Here. Commissioner Corliss? Here. Commissioner Fitt? Here. Commissioner Fletcher? Here. Commissioner Fong? Here. Commissioner Knox? Is absent. Commissioner Murill? Here. Commissioner Miller Segura? Here. Commissioner Morley? Present. Commissioner Orozco? Is absent. Commissioner Patel? Here. Commissioner Rios? Here. Commissioner Taylor? Here. And Chair Sue? Here. Thank you, we have quorum. Thank you, clerk. I would like to remind members of the public and chambers that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwan Wintun peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. There are no speakers for this item. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who would wish to speak on this item? All right, do we have a motion and a second for the consent I'll calendar? I'll motion. I'll second. Great, I have a motion by Commissioner Mills Segura and a second by Sorry, I did. Okay, Commissioner Morley. Great. Um, will the clerk please call roll for the vote? Thank you. Commissioner Bergen. Aye. Commissioner Corliss. Aye. Commissioner Fitt. No. Commissioner Fletcher. Aye. Commissioner Fong. Aye. And Commissioner Knox is absent. Commissioner Morrill. Aye. Commissioner Miller Segura. Aye. Commissioner Morley? Aye. Commissioner Roscoe is absent. Commissioner Patel? Aye. Commissioner Rios? Aye. Commissioner Taylor? 
Aye. And Chair Sue. Aye. Thank you, motion passes. Thank you. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item number two is the proposed Sacramento Youth Commission 2024 annual plan. Staff presentation, awesome. Hi and good evening. Good evening, Chair Sue, Vice Chair and Commissioners. My name is Dominique Herndon. I am the Program Coordinator for the Sacramento Youth Commission, and I'm here to provide a brief update on the 2023 Annual Plan Areas of Focus and recommend that the Commission move forward with these areas of focus for 2024. The first area of focus is youth mental health. Through various data channels, feedback, and conversations with Commissioners, youth mental health continues to rise to the surface as a concern. This information shined a bright light not only on the lack of access and affordability of youth mental health services, but an additional barrier of garnering parent support in accessing mental health services for youth under 18. The second area of focus is youth, is SAC Youth Voice. This is a citywide outreach effort to promote Sacramento Youth Commission as the official youth voice of Sacramento Commissioners will create and promote a channel of outreach, collaboration, advocacy, and leadership to increase the awareness of the Sacramento Youth Commission. These efforts will allow commissioners to be better attuned to the needs of the youth in their respective districts, and in turn provide citywide youth with an outlet to raise their voice. The third area of focus is the continued collaboration with Aggie Square. The Aggie Square and Sacramento Youth Commission partnership began in 2022 with the creation of the Aggie Square Ad Hoc, which was created by staff. Commissioners will continue to work with the Aggie Square team to develop outreach efforts and youth opportunities, as well as provide input on innovative programs that is inclusive of youth STEAM programming. The collaboration on this project will ensure that the Aggie Square programming is aligned with the needs and the services of youth impacted in this District 5 project. Um, in, if any commissioners have any feedback or suggestion regarding these areas of focus and moving them forward in 2024, um, please share them now. And that is it for my presentation. Thank you, Dominique, for the presentation. Before we move to commissioner comments, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you for, thank you. Thank you, Chair. There are no speakers for this item. Great. Okay. Um, Commissioner Feedback. Vice Chair Miller-Segura. I really appreciate your report on all of this. Um, with our efforts going forward, I think that continuing our projects into the 2024 year is really important as I think that um, a lot of these projects haven't been fully developed yet and continuing our use with it will help us um, maintain a full plan and continue with the efforts that we set forth on. So thank you. Of course. Commissioner, Commissioner Fong. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for the presentation and all your work that went to helping us with these work groups. You're welcome.
Other commissioners? Okay. Um, thank you for the presentation. I think that our work groups are definitely a work in progress and continuing into 2024 is the correct move. Um, yeah, this item is received and filed, so no vote is required. We'll move to the next item. Item number three is the Youth Workforce Development Programming. Is there a staff presentation? Yep. Good evening, commissioners and city staff. My name is Chris Wimberly, and I am the Recreation Superintendent supporting the operations of the Youth Workforce Development Programming. Um, tonight, we will be doing a presentation to give you highlights of fiscal year 23 programming that is part of the Youth Workforce Development Programming. So I'd like to ask um, everybody watch and we have a video for you so let's get started. You may have recognized some of those individuals in that video. They may be some of your peers from your school. You may have been a program participant with them in a past program cycle. You also may see them in the audience and they may be speaking with us here tonight. So I'm really excited for us to be here. Um, we are going to be highlighting again the fiscal year 23 programming opportunities that we have within the youth workforce development programs. The goal of the Youth Workforce Development Unit is to empower young people with knowledge, resources, and opportunities that support them gaining fundamental skills needed when seeking current and future employment. Through actively engaging, engaging programming, young people produce newly acquired skills in a safe and supportive environment. Adult caretakers and peer-to-peer -peer leaders support youth by coaching and mentoring them encouraging and guiding them to successfully navigate school, community, life's choices, and day-to-day -day challenges. So programming is grounded in supporting youth in their development through the five fundamental pathways of youth development. First one being safety, relationship building, youth participation, community involvement, and skill building. Some of those terms may sound familiar to you if you've gone through our Youth Development Institute training. Um, that is once again something that has operated out of the youth division, um, but also supported throughout the YPSI department. Early adult outcomes for youth participants include education, economic self-sufficiency, healthy family and social relationships, as well as positive contributions to the community. Tonight we share with you the faces and voices of those that represent the YPSI Youth Workforce Development Unit programming that we believe reflects a cradle to career pathway concept. So we are gonna begin with Young Leaders of Tomorrow or YLOT.
Good evening, commissioners and city staff. My name is Ken McCullough. I'm a program supervisor with the Workforce Development Division. Um, Young Leaders of Tomorrow is a program we brought back in this fiscal year. Um, it is a program, it is a first building block of our career to, I mean, cradle to career platform that our Workforce Development Unit focuses on. Um, the youth in the program conduct an interview with someone in the community that they feel is a leader to themselves. They report back as part of a public service component of the program for uh, the young leaders of tomorrow. The next program we have is Primetime Teen. This program provides the fundamentals for young adults that, you know, that need, they need to know when they start off in the workforce. One of the components of our program is the youth-led community service project. And some of, the projects, some of the projects in this past fiscal year include working with the local SPCA, uh, a homeless awareness campaign, creating a rock garden at the Sam and Bonnie Pennell Community Center, cleaning and assisting with the Front Street Animal Shelter, and a coat sweater drive at the South Natomas Community Center. Another component that we did um, is financial literacy. We've continued our partnership with the uh, Golden One Credit Union with our budget challenge. We incorporate that into our um, curriculum in addition to uh, this, you know, in addition to uh, having them come out and speak at our class. And another component that we did is taking the youth to UC Davis on a field trip to give them the exp exposure of college opportunities in, you know, the, in the neighborhood. At this time, I want to introduce Raven Carlson to speak about her experience with Primetime Team. Good evening, my name is Raven Carlison. I live in District 1, I am 13 years old, and I am homeschooled through Heritage Peak Charter School. Primetime Teen was a pretty cool experience. It was all about jobs, money management, and dressing well. The day we got into budgeting and planning for the future, it was like a fast track to adulthood. And let me tell you, I picked up some valuable life lessons. I found out that having kids can be crazy expensive. I mean, they're like money-eating machines, diapers, toys, picket, picky banks for them in college funds, you name it, they'll drain your bank account. So that maybe I should hold off on the whole parenting gig for a little and save for my cash. Primetime Teen is like a handbook for us kids. It helps us get ready for being adults. And if you're a young person like me and want to be well prepared for what's to come, I totally recommend this program. Thank you for your time. Good evening, everyone. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, my name is David Gaines. I am uh, one of the program supervisors for the Landscaping Learning Program. I oversee our North Area operations. And so, uh, with LNL, um, we are a work based uh, learning program. Uh, it's the work is working outside, but also there is the learning aspect of it that is um, supported through the five supports and opportunities of our youth development framework that is in our program. We are big on safety um, because a lot of the young people that work with us, this is their first um, job experience being between 14 and 17, um, being outside. So it's really safety and being able just to have that good learning environment to start out as a first job is really our focus and that's our motivation within our program. So we're really, um, you know, with that safety and just feeling, you know, having everyone feel comfortable being able to come into work, but also have that accountability and responsibility of having your job and what it takes to keep that job. And so with the experience gained from our program and just the, how it's uh, the system that we have in place with it, it's really a good exposure to, 
you know, what it is to have a job, what it is to wake up in the morning, what it is to go to school during the week and work on the weekend. Um, being that, you know, having that, getting used to that and, you know, uh, getting adjusted. If you're a morning person, being able to get adjusted to waking up at eight o'clock in the morning, being at work, ready to go and what that means. Um, so we're really key on that focus um, within those job skills that you learn within our program. So we're really there, but we're also there to really um, be there for you and help you just get acclimated to it because it is a new experience for a lot of the people, a lot of the young people in our program. Um, and also with our program, we do a lot of projects, collaborations with other departments, other uh, within YPSI. Um, we this, just this past um, this past summer, we were able to do a collab, big collaboration event at Lamb Park that had we had some of the commissioners out with us, and we also had Summer at City Hall uh, program with us doing a big mulch project um, at Mayor uh, Rudin Peace Pond. Um, so it was a great experience because with us, it's all about how we can connect our young people to other opportunities in the city, whether they want to be a commissioner, whether they want to be a part of uh, summer at city hall or whether they want to become a rec aid for the community center or work as a, um, lifeguard at aquatics. Like those are our connecting and it's all about having those opportunities and those resources available for all the young people in our program to be exposed to other things, um, with us. And so, um, this past, um, actually just recently, we were able to, uh, get, to get, get some funding through Californians for All. Um, we were able to create a position called a general intern for some of our, um, our youth aides in our program that have worked with us for more than a couple of seasons. And so it was an opportunity for us to have this position to hire these young people that have been a part of our program to come in and also be a part of LNL and uh, have that peer-to-peer -peer leadership within other, uh, within the groups that we have. And so today we do have one of our uh, general interns that will speak to you about his experience and everything, and I will kick it over to him. Good evening, everyone. My name is Michael Holmes, and I live in District 5. I am 17 years old, and I attend Sac High Charter School as a senior. I work for the City of Sacramento Landscape and Learning Youth Program as a general intern. I am very grateful and humbled to be chosen to speak to you all today. I started working for the LNL program in the summer of 2022. I found out about this program from my barber. He passed out flyers to all the young people he knew. He said I was the only one who took the opportunity, applied, and got the job. To this day, I still thank him because this program has taken me farther than I could have ever imagined. It also got me a free haircut. Going through the hiring process, I was nervous because this was my first time being in a professional interview this was and still is my first and only job I've ever had. What I learned from this program is how to work in any weather conditions and how to work as a team and learn tools that require basic skill. I know the importance of getting good rest so that I can come to work on time and give my best. And because, and because of that discipline, in the past two years I've been here, I've never missed a day of work. My mother always told me, if you are early, you are on time. If you are on time, you are late. And if you are late, why bother? All these learning tools that I have gained through my job have grown me in so many ways. That's why I decided to return to this program this summer as a youth aide. After working this summer, I received a big opportunity to become a general intern. My job is to work alongside the crew leader and ensure the safety of the youth aides, to not only work with, but guide them to use the different tools properly and uplift each other, as well as grow stronger as a team. Nevertheless, in my time working for this program, I have learned to do hands-on work and to communicate effectively with others. 
Moreover, I also learn and respect others' cultures, backgrounds, diversity, and individual differences. I cannot finish this speech without giving a shout out to my amazing supervisors, Ms. Angelia Manuel and Mr. David Gaines, as well as my awesome coordinators, Ms. Rosa and Mr. Matt. Of course, I am not going to forget about the supportive people that stay behind the scenes who make this program happen, Ms. Chris. Overall, the LNL program for me is a beneficial program, not only for the community, but also for the young adults that get to work here. Because LNL provides teenagers a meaningful job that is to beautify the community parks and respect the community and the people in it. In the end, thank you for all giving me such an amazing opportunity to share my thoughts and experiences about the Landscape and Learning Youth Program. I wish you all a wonderful night. Good evening. My name is Angela Emanuel. I'm the LNL Program Supervisor for the South Area Operations. LNL also hires crew leaders that are hired at the age of 21 and older as mentors to support our youth working in our program. Crew leaders are trained in youth development so they can assist youth in their personal and professional development. Many crew leaders also are city residents as well. I would like to at this time introduce you to one of our crew leaders on who will be sharing her story with you. Good evening everyone, my name is Anhua. I am a crew leader at the Landscape and Learning Program. Um, I'm also from District uh, 7. Um, I'm currently at the nursing um, program at Sacramento City College. It is my pleasure to be here. Before joining LNL, I was a reggae for the STAR program. I knew about the LNL program from my siblings who were the youth aides. I saw how they possibly change after participating in the program and it encouraged me to apply. I joined LNL in fall 2019 and have been working there since. At LNL, I feel supported by my supervisor, Angelia, David, and Chris, as well as my uh, coordinators, Rosa and Matt, my coworkers, and last but not least, my youth ace. LNL create a learning and respectful environment for me and the youth ace to work in. I am not the only one who benefits from the program. This program benefits young adults the most because it prepares them for their future career by providing an uh, opportunity to work. Throughout the program, young adults can learn how to use garden tools safely, apply correct body mechanics to avoid injury, but also soft skills such as communication, leadership, teamwork, etc. through the weekly theme activities, which they can implement in the future career. The best part of working for the LNL program is seeing my youth aid grow and move on to their future. I feel happy and proud when I know my youth age successfully graduated from high school or get accepted to college. It's an, it's an honor for me to be a part of their successful journey. Lastly, thank you for giving me such an incredible opportunity to be here. I hope you have a fantastic night. Thank you. Hello again. <laughs> Uh, the Junior Rec Aid Program is a program designed for young adults to be given the skills and the, um, and the tools to be a entry, to get the job as an entry-level recreation aid within our department. The participants walk away with a, from the program with a binder full of activities, games, projects to assist them in the program when they are hired with the city. Um, we also we take the young adults out to a program site to see how the program is run and to put them in the life of a recreation aid uh, for the day. The program is run early in the year, January through March, 
at a, to coincide with the time that the department is ramping up their summer recruitment for staff. In the past year, we've had 11 recades participant, junior recade participants be hired within the department for community centers, aquatics, Camp Sacramento, and or our expanded learning programs. The WIOA program is a program for high school seniors. Um, we've partnered with the Sacramento Youth Academy, community centers, local schools, and local businesses to provide work experience for our 16 young adults in the program. Um, we provided a web-based stipend program for the young adults that could not make it, uh, were not vaccinated to become a city employee. Another supportive service we provided was a tablet for all the youth to be able to do applications online, to do college courses, college courses or school classes, uh, do college applications, or actually job searching. So as you saw the slides as we were going through, there were some tables in there and I just want to reflect on this last fiscal year in 2023 between the programs and operations that this team has um, completed. We had 23 either seasons, sessions, or cycles. Um, so our landscape and learning, they do three seasons per year. Our young leaders of tomorrow, primetime teens um, do sessions and then cycles would be our WIOA program. So throughout from July 1st to June 30th, July 1st of 2022 through June 30th of 2023, we were able to have 23 program cycles, sessions, or seasons. We wanted to also break down our youth engagement. Many of you um, are appointed as an appointee of a council district or you're a mayoral appointee. So we wanted to reflect the number of youth that are residing in the districts that completed our programs. So we had 701 youth complete our program cycle last fiscal year. The total hours is accumulation of all service hours, uh, maybe through L&L or stipend-based programs. So we had 65,508 total hours where young people were in a safe and supportive environment. A critical thing for young people to have that safety net and the supportive environment to thrive. So what does that all mean? We also had an amazing youth investment. $942,863 in hand cash to these youth, either by stipend, by hourly wage, or if they had supportive services as Ken mentioned in regards to WIOA, where we actually take those youth that are part of the program and they go out and there's a component where they go out and purchase um, with the supportive staff interview clothing. We also saw during COVID, we had the technology divide and that's where we were able to do tablet purchases 
for the young people in WIOA because there was a challenge with people having that type of access. It wasn't a universal thing. And I'm sure many of you during COVID had that struggle um, or knew of a peer that had that same type of struggle um, going forward with it. So I just want to also acknowledge the program participants that are here tonight. As you can see, we had speakers, but we also have attendees. So I would like all of our um, youth workforce development programming staff participants to please stand and be acknowledged and give them a round of applause. This is a portion of our team that is making this, these programs happen. So I'd like to have a seat now, thank you. I'd also like to acknowledge the family, friends, and supporters that are in attendance tonight. I'd ask you to also please stand and be acknowledged. As we know, the more support we have, it takes that community, it takes that village to raise a young person. So it's really important for us within our programming to spread that love, to spread that wealth beyond just that one focal point. So we thank you all for allowing us to be here tonight. Um, we hope that you, again, recognize some of these faces. I recognize some faces at the dais right now of participants that have you know, participated in some of these programs. What we ask of you as commissioners, we need your help in spreading the word about these programs when we have recruitments coming up. We will send it to your um, staff supporters and ask them and ask you to get it out to your peers. Share it with your network. The more youth that are participating, the more opportunity they have to be thriving young adults and being part of positive contributions to our communities. So thank you all so much for being here and we will be here um, with questions that you may have. Thank you everyone for the presentation, it was awesome. Before we move to commissioner comments, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. There are currently four speakers who would like to speak on this item. The first is Evelyn or Evelyn. Hi everyone, my name is Evelyn. I am a crew leader for, uh, um, for roughly three and a half years. I enjoyed this, I, I'm the crew leader for L, the LN program. And I enjoy um, being a crew leader. I enjoy exposing my youth a, to the type of work we do, we do as well as commu community event. So um, when there are events, I am able to take my youth aid. Uh, without the program, they're not going to take themselves or they don't have um, somebody to give them the support to take them there. So being a crew leader, being their crew leader, I enjoy taking them and exposing them to resource uh, community event or uh, programs that is available for them. And as we close out the season, I, I enjoy providing resource or assisting them with resume um, interviews and so forth um, and just providing them the support that they may not have at home. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. 
Our next speaker is Selena. Hi, good evening, everyone. I'm Selena, a general intern in Illinois, and I live in District 8, and I'm currently in junior in John F. Kennedy High School. When I first started Illinois, and I was a very shy, timid, and scared youth aide, but, but being in this program, it helped me progress my leadership skills, my confidence, and it even opened a new passion for me, and that passion is connecting with the youth. And that brings me next to my next point, and in this program, you get to learn a lot about the types of youth personalities, their background, culture, the humor, and just them even being able to express themselves. And, and that's the best part. And besides that being the best part, I also really loved cleaning, cleaning the community, seeing the end results of it being so nice and cleaner than it was before. And on that note, I want to end this public comment with thanking all my coworkers who worked beside me, my crew leaders, my supervisors, Angelia, David, and Chris, our program coordinators, Rosa and Matt, and all for all for all their support and making this program such a positive, safe, and professional place. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Our next speaker is Marisol. Hi, my name is Marisol and um, I'm in District 5. I go to West Campus and I worked in the spring season and currently working now um, in the fall season of LNL Landscape and Learning. I'm a youth aide and honestly this program has been a really like good impact on like most of my year. Um, uh, I started off really like really scared because I didn't know how it would be. I was really scared of meeting new people because that's really scary for everyone. But this is the place where I've met the like best people. They're honestly like they're honestly like I could like really see them as like like long term friends. Like they're really nice and like they're people that make me laugh. And besides the people and like the the sort of friendship bond that we have um, at work, it's honestly like also helping my community. Like I know I'm making a difference, but also like I see it differently. Like. Um, like, honestly, you could pick up a piece of trash at, like, at the park and stuff. Like, it's, like, it's just common decency sometimes. But, uh, yeah. And also the, the work, like, entrance, like, um, like uh, the application was really easy. And, honestly, it was a really good first work experience for me. But, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Our last speaker is Dominique. Um, hello, everybody. Um, my name is Dominique Moreno. I am from District 3. I'm currently as a youth, or not youth, I'm a general intern. Um, I've done LNL for two seasons, and I was offered the general intern position, which I was excited for because this program has helped me in so many ways. Um, it's helped me with, you know, saving money. It's helped me get to know the community because I'm not from Sacramento, so I've learned a lot about Sacramento. Um, what's it called? It's helped me a lot with just being able to talk to people, which because I'm not, I'm not talkative. I'm pretty quiet, and I'm more of an anxious person. But it's helped me, like, you know, kind of learn how to work with other people and like speak when I need help or when I'm confused or something. And I don't know. I'm just grateful for this program and everything that they've done and the connections I've made with a lot of people. I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening.
Thank you for your comments. Chair, there are no other speakers. Great, we can move to Commissioner comments. Uh, Commissioner Taylor. Okay, um, sorry, I'll go. Um, hi everyone, I'm Commissioner Morley. I wanted to say thank you for your presentation um, and thank you to all these youth that are here. I've never seen so many youth at a youth commission meeting so it genuinely makes me so happy and I hope to see you next time. I just wanted to say that seeing all these youth has reminded me that youth empowerment is very necessary to sustain our future society, our future generations. So just remember to never dim your light Remember that you are the future, we are the future, and keep on doing these amazing things. Thank you. Commissioner Patel. Thank you for your presentation and thank you to everybody who spoke and also is just here at the meeting. Um, I was wondering, in addition to giving out the iPads, which I think is a great step, um, what are you guys doing within the, all of the programs to increase um, to make the programs more equitable and accessible for all youth. So, sorry. I don't know if it'll go back. So on the last slide where we did the, where we have the youth engagement, the breakdown, we really make a concerted effort to utilize the network of past program participants, you as youth commissioners, our staff, our council offices, um, and anybody and everybody in sharing the information and making sure that we have this information going out um, by email, by social media, by word of mouth. We also have connections to our school district staff and we have liaisons we share this information to. We also um, have a goal of making sure it's accessible to whomever may want to join this program. Um, and we truly, truly try to make sure we do at the end of each program cycle um, a survey and if there's critiques we're not afraid to be looking at them and make adjustments to the coming sessions um, and as you can see we also have the peer-to-peer -peer, the general interns that we have for landscape and learning but we're also trying to make sure that we're utilizing program participants to come back into the programs and use them at a higher leadership level and so that's really across the board for all of our programming. Commissioner Bergen. Um, th thank you for the presentation and thanks and thank you everyone for coming. Um, I I have worked I have worked with I have worked um, with LNL before, and and um, re and recently, um, Ur Urban Forestry uh, did, did a presentation with us, and in and in my opinion, I thought that a I thought that maybe you, uh, LNL and Urban Forestry working together would um, be beneficial for both because it would it would help with the it would help with the youth en enrichment and also the more areas that are um, that are worked on in like land like landscaped and stuff um, the more uh, the more places that reaches the more people will see all all the work being done and then the more recognition and so yeah I just thought I'd give that, that suggestion thank you we also work directly with our park maintenance teams and we recently were part of the 916 day 
um, and did a variety of tree planting during that project cycle. Um, so we do utilize not just internally because um, park planning or not park planning, park maintenance does have an arborist within their operations that is working with us um, and identifying locations to plant trees. Um, but we're also looking at when Earth Day comes to be looking at that opportunity. Our charge is within our um, parkways and our actual parks. A lot of the work urban forestry um, does is more in the landscape areas on in the public works area in the public right away. So we now have that arborist that is really, I think it's new hire, newer hire within our operations so that it's exclusively working within our parks and our park maintenance team. So we have that one-on-one -on -one help within that area too. All righty. Commissioner Merrill. Yeah, um, I just really wanted to echo what all the other commissioners have said and how great your presentation was and how uh, having the youth who've actually been through the programs was really beneficial to hear and really nice to hear their opinions. Um, also, like the collaborations you guys do with nonprofits, the city is really great because it, it gives the youth opportunity to see where they, not only what they're doing now and how it benefits, but also where they can go in the future. Uh, and then also just have a question on the application process. I know so, uh, it's like I heard it's uh, relatively easy, but I wanted to um, ask you how you make sure you choose uh, the right people and the people who need it most. So we have different application processes. So for our stipend programs, um, you are required to live in the Sacramento city limits. Um, and their online registration that takes place through our ActiveNet system that YPSI operates. Um, for our landscape and learning program in WIOA, um, I'll first speak on landscape and learning. They actually go through the application process through our HR department, our human resources department, and they do an online application, create an account and apply. And they actually are brought in and interviewed and city staff, some of our crew leaders, some of our other um, YPSI staff sit in and do interviews and there's a selection process on that part. Um, for our WIOA, they also go through this application process, but prior to them becoming a city employee, they actually have to go through um, the WIOA, which is a federal grant that is in partnership with SETA, the Sacramento Employment Training Agency. Um, and with those funds, they have to meet some certain criteria. One of them, the first one being low income, and then there's other barriers in which they have um, that they have to have. It may include maybe they are pregnant, parenting, um, grades are very low. They may be have some type of um, record. They, you know, something involving um, something with law enforcement. Um, also, maybe they are unhoused. So there's other criteria that they must meet and actually be approved from set up prior to coming in through the hiring, the city's hiring process. Um, currently, we are recruiting for 32 positions for that program. So there's different ways in which um, selections are made or it's, I'm gonna say first come, first serve as it relates to the online um, registration process. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Commissioner Rios. Yeah, so I just wanted to say thank you for the presentation and for all the workers and participants of these programs that you know keep it going because they're truly great. 
I appreciate how uh, these programs instill hard work ethics into the youth and give them their first uh, work experience as well as, as clearly seen from all the speakers, you, you guys really change lives. So I really appreciate that. And just to go off of what uh, Commissioner Merrill said, when you were talking about like uh, youth getting involved with law enforcement, did you say that was something that like would not get them a spot on one of these places, on one of these programs? No, so within our WIOA program, that is one of the barriers that they may have, um, that they may have had contact with law enforcement, so they have a juvenile record, um, or they, maybe they just made a really poor choice um, that would not limit them from being part of that WIOA program. Perfect, thank you. Mm -hmm. Commissioner Fletcher. Uh, I would just like to say thank you to everyone that came out tonight and thank you to all the staff that work with uh, LNL. Uh, many of my peers have been in uh, the program, including siblings, so I know how much of an impact you guys make on their lives. So I just really appreciate you all for coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Corliss. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for coming out here. It's really amazing to see all the um, the progress that's being made towards uh, youth in the workforce. Um, and I'd also like, I think you mentioned this during your presentation, but I'd also like um, highly encourage the, uh, the sending out of the, of the deadlines for regist registration for these programs, because I definitely know many, um, I, I know many people who would be interested in these programs, but probably have no awareness of them, so. So it's really important that it's sharing the information. I really, in speaking with staff, um, if somebody chooses not to apply or they, they can't commit to it, then that's a choice in which they make. But I don't want it to be because we didn't get the information to them. So it's really important that we all are sharing this information to the network. It may be somebody that doesn't have any kids, but maybe they have nephews or cousins or people down the street, they have a neighbor. Um, you just never know. So it's sharing it with everybody broad, broad spectrum of people because we want people to make the choice to be able to participate or not. Commissioner Fong. Yeah, I just wanted to um, thank everyone who spoke today, especially the youth and how some of you talked about how you've like sometimes been scared of public speaking because I definitely know how that feels as someone with like a lot of anxiety around like public speaking. So thank you all for like coming out here and everyone who gave speeches and comments and even people who are just here. Thank you. Any other commissioners before I give my two cents? Okay, um, I just want to echo what everyone has been saying. Thank you all for the presentation. Um, having the youth perspective added in as public comments and throughout the presentation was awesome. This is definitely like one of the best presentations, most impactful that I've seen in my like three plus years on the commission. Um, so thank you. I think for future presentations, um, having the same type of thing to really like show the impact because it's one, one way to like, or it's one perspective that you get from seeing the numbers, getting adult presenters, but when you have actual people who have been through the program, speaking of their lived experience, I think that's really powerful, and I think that y'all did an awesome job with that tonight, so thank you. And Chair, I would like to extend an invitation. At any point in time, any of you are more than welcome to come visit any of these programs, because I know as a commissioner, it's important for you also to know what's going on out in the city that is youth-related. So you may not be a program participant, you may not have done any of these programs before, 
but this is the voice. These are the individuals in which decisions you are basing your decisions on. And it's important for you to be able to be out in the community and meeting young people that are your peers. And the decisions in which you're making are based upon your actual knowledge of what's going on in the communities, in the community centers in which you are representing. So I extend an invitation. The staff, the SYC staff, the civic engagement team has our contact information. So you are more than welcome to follow up with us and meet us at a community center or at a park. And um, we look forward to, we're putting together an Earth Day event. We would love to be able to join this up with SYC um, as we've done in the past. But this year it's gonna be a little bit different. We have our general interns and they're gonna be taking the lead. We will be coming back and doing a presentation summarizing what that event looked like. And it will be the general interns that will be doing this work. Because I agree, peer-to-peer -peer is much more powerful than me. So, thank you. That's awesome to hear. I love the increased youth agency. Um, all right, any other commissioners before we move to the next item? All right, the next item is member comments, ideas, questions, and meeting slash conference report. Um, for commissioners who are new, this is usually where the clerk calls a roll. We go around and we just talk about things that we have been doing to uplift youth voice in our community, interact with our community, um, different types of activities like that. Um, yeah, so let's get started. Clerk, will you please call the roll so we can go through? Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Bergen. Um, let's see. Re uh, recently, like last Friday, I, I, as I attended a, ta a task force meeting about the peer mentoring in um, at the summer of City Hall program, and it and it was and it was interesting um, seeing people's different different like ideas on how, on how the peer mentor should should be prepared for their roles, and I did enjoy um, and I did enjoy adding in my. Um, my my ideas my ideas on the matter so yeah other than that it's just been school stuff and psat stuff thank you commissioner corliss so recently at my school we had a um day of the dead celebration which is actually really it was really fun because um i helped my club, which is like the music club on campus, uh, play a bunch of music for the for the event. It was a day long event, and we got like four news stations to come out and cover it, and it was um, uh, broadcasted on like KCRA and Fox 40, which is pretty cool because um, we were able to see it online. Um, on top of that, I'm also helping prepare youth in my youth and government delegation for an upcoming conference in Paso Robles. So yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Fit. Um, so lately I've been focusing on work and college apps, but um, besides that, I've been helping out at school for our food fair that we're having next Thursday, and I've been helping out with the canned food drive. Um, yeah. Thank you. Commissioner Fletcher, Miller Fletcher. Uh, as of recently, I've been uh, doing a lot of work in my school with a student council, with planning events, and uh, planning our school because we are a fairly new school. We haven't entered our senior year yet, so we're planning our uh, senior year for, um, 
And I've also been working with my school's BSU so that we can attend the uh, Northern Region Black Student Union event. So uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Thank you. Commissioner Fong. So for the SAC Youth Voice Project Development, I've been working on drafting an email to work with the Sacramento County Youth Commission. At least, hopefully, we'll end up working with them. And then um, Stormy finished the um, survey we have where we're hoping to get um, youth like input and spread this on the city website and via social media so that we can actually hear more of what people in our districts have to say so we can like reflect that more in meetings. And then I've also been, just this weekend, I had a Model UN um, conference and right now I'm working on writing an article for my school about um, sexism towards girls. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Knox is absent and Commissioner Morrill. Yeah, well, um, so recently I've been working with, uh, I'm president of my school's Mesa Club. So we've been working closely, closely with UC Davis's um, sector of that because we're partnering with them to host a, a college night um, at West Campus on the 18th uh, or 16th. Um, so yeah, uh, I've been working on outreach efforts with them and talking with them. Um, so that's been really helpful. Also, any of you guys want to show up? Everybody's welcome. Um, if you're like, you don't even have to be a senior. Like uh, we're talking about uh, college required, like um, uh, like uh, city college classes and stuff like that, like pre prerequisites. So anybody's really invited. Um, also, um, I'm last or this summer I've been part of a research effort uh, at UC Davis's uh, Air Quality Research Center, um, and we just had a meeting with like the social side of it and how to we're going to be talking with uh, community members because it's uh, the project is like a low income or low cost uh, metal uh, toxic metal detector. So they they had a meeting on. Wednesday during when I was in school, so I couldn't go, but hearing updates about that and how we're gonna talk with the community has been very helpful and uh, exciting. Um, also, uh, this is like, also it's like a project, I'm part of a like youth manuf manufacturing uh, organization, and we're having a, like, a, every, like um, everybody from across the US is invited, but we're having a youth manufacturing day um, on the 11th, so if anybody's interested in like manufacturing and innovation, then I would highly recommend going and talk to, to me about more information on that. Other than that, yeah, I think that's just school work. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Miller Segura. Um, mainly uh, for yearbook at our school, we've just finished our first deadline. So me and my other editors, we are just going through that one and trying to tighten things up because uh, it's the staff's first uh, spread. So things are a little bit loose right now and that's okay. We're just trying to um, get everything kind of in order. Um, also working on initiative work with the uh, Student Advisory Council for the district uh, and, oh, there was something else I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> we've started planning for the rally for December, um, which is, Super fun, love that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and today we've started our work with the senior projects at our school. Awesome. Uh, that's, I think that's, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Commissioner Morley. Um, this has been a very busy season so far. Um, okay, so first thing with the Youth Commission. I know that in my group, the mental health outreach group, we're talking about, um, you know, making some cute flyers, well, you know, nice flyers that are appealing to youth. And we're going to put them up in community centers and college campuses, like college and career centers at high schools, because we know that's where a lot of foot traffic is. Um, yeah, uh, Student Advisory Council, we are working on some initiatives. We have a survey going out for SCUSD youth right now. Um, we have a lot of people um, filling that out, so we're really excited about that. Uh, oh, my Black Student Union, we are in the motions of basically doing this potluck or some sort of thing. So basically, it's kind of like a potluck. We're gonna have all the cultural clubs come out, like our Hispanic club and our um, La Reza club, I think, and we're calling it BSU's Cookout, and we're just gonna sell a bunch of food, so I'm very excited because we're gonna have a lot of our aunties making um, lots of soul food, so I'm very excited. I'm gonna bring my plate and my money. Um, and I don't know, I think besides that, I've just been doing college apps and really trying to maintain my classes and finish out high school strong, but I think that's it. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Orozco is absent. Commissioner Patel. Um, like everybody else, I've been navigating college apps and schoolwork within the commission, um, just like making um, my group's mental health resource guide more extensive and adding to that. And then within my school district, I'm on the Student Voices Advisory Committee. So we are going to be going to different middle schools in the area and talking about um, different high school options that they have in the district, since choosing a high school can be a daunting task. And then like Commissioner Corliss was saying, um, I'm also in the same youth and government program and so getting ready to go to a conference and um, encouraging the new people to run for positions and just use their voices. Thank you. Commissioner Rios. Okay, so I also had a Day of the Dead celebration at my school too. So I got to fundraise for my grade, my class, and then my club too. So that was a really successful night. And so that was nice. Um, also, I'm trying to get a an American Red Cross blood drive at my school because I like saw the percentage of blood donations that have been down. So I'm trying to get that approved. Other than that, I want to bring up, uh, so it's been like, it's gonna be six months since we've last heard from SAC PD. So I was wondering if we could get um, a presentation on that for our next meeting. And also maybe about some road safety around schools because that's a problem I've dealt with. I don't know if I need a motion or So uh, at this juncture, it has been indicated to staff and it could be if the whole commission wants to, they could um, vote on it. But right now it would be put over to staff for them to figure out the agenda for the remainder of the, the year. So from my understanding, we have a log where we keep all requested items. So what I would ask is for the update on the police department, like what specifically would you want to know? 
um, so we can have like a little bit more information when we make the request. If they've had any more recent gun buybacks or how they're doing as far as uh, keeping the same officers in the neighborhood like they, that, like they said the past time. Are you referring to when the, the, when the police came and they gave that update? Are you looking to see what they've done so far? Okay. Yes. So just an update on what they presented. Okay. We can put that in the log. Do you have anything else? Oh, that's it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Taylor? Um, yeah, I've mainly just been doing activities like revolving around my school. Um, I'm part of the Eco Club there, and so recently um, we made or and decorated like um, recycling bins to put all around the school to just help contribute with like the trash flow and um, try to make things a little bit more organized there. Um, and besides that, although I'm a junior, um, I did, uh, or I went to a UCLA college presentation today um, to learn more about their nursing programs. And um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you. Thank you. And Chair Sue. Um, yeah, doing college apps, school, all that stuff. Um, I've been doing a lot of community organizing work um, and local city council stuff. Today, um, I had a meeting with um, Sackett's First Coalition and uh, Mayor Steinberg about the soon-to-be-possibly-proposed um, cannabis tax cut across the city um, from 42%. Um, that's relevant for Sackett's First because Measure L's funding is 40% of the cannabis tax dollars that go into the general fund. Um, so a tax cut to cannabis means a tax cut to children's funding program in Measure L. Um, so we talked to the mayor. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure how much I can say about that conversation. Um, but it, w it was pretty good. Um, from last meeting, um, when I requested the discussion about the Youth Advisory Liaison, our adult allies did an awesome job of following up and sending out an email with all of the information all the timestamps on the meetings and basically everything that you could ever want to know about the position. So if you have not looked at that, I would highly encourage you to go home, take 15, 30 minutes to look at it. It's very informational. It will show you all the history, all the questions, and probably a lot more than I can answer um, whenever. Um, and speaking of Youth Advisory Liaison, um, I have been working with um, District 8 Councilmember my Vang to write the implementation for the Youth Advisory Liaison that will be coming to council um, on November 28th. That's a Tuesday at 6 p.m. Um, Commissioner Morley and I will be presenting the implementation plan um, at that meeting. Um, so yeah, I encourage you all to please come out, support, make public comment. Um, we are fighting for the fifth vote. It is it's, not def it's definitely not guaranteed to pass yet. Um, so if, like, email your council members, your appointees, get in contact with them, um, tell them to support. Um, again, for those who maybe don't know what the position is, I'll just give you a brief rundown. Um, so the Youth Advisory Liaison is, would be a non-voting seat that sits on the dais of the city council and has the opportunity to get all of the staff reports, agendas, and stuff like that and make 
comments um, at council meetings like a council member. They just don't get to vote on items. Um, yeah, and then this person um, gets like paid for their duties and it's basically like a part-time job. Um, yeah, again, look at the email that Dominique, Rhonda, and Sarah sent out. It has all the information there. Um, we passed it in 2022, but because of council turnover and stuff like that, um, the implementation has not moved forward, so we have to try to pass it again. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the organizing stuff um, that I've been up to. Again, November 28th, Tuesday at 6 p.m., the council will be seeing the Youth Advisory Liaison position, and we'll be voting on it after Commissioner Morley and I present. Um, so please come out, make a public comment, and support, because we need all of the support that we can get. Yeah, that, that, that's about it. Um, okay, our last item is public comments matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. We have one speaker for this item. Uh, Mr. Davis, please come forward. I hope my battery doesn't go out, but I want you to hear this. This is an 18-year-old granddaughter of mine. Our cheesecakes have gone viral. Let me see. Uh, Maybe too low. Yeah. Anyway, I can speak for her. She, um, She's 18 years old. Our company is called To The Bay and Back Cheesecakes. The young people in my family, her group, organized something before Halloween and it took off big. Uh, I'm gonna leave some cards here because I've been hearing about all these different clubs. And if you really pay attention, I'm actually the founder and CEO of this company. This is not some fluke or fly-by-night or pipe dream. We've been out here a long time. We have a manufacturer in L.A. that we're getting ready to flood California with our mother's cheesecakes. This is, this is an important thing. And for me to take time out of my schedule, I came down here to talk to the youth because you're the future. If you can come up with an idea They've come up with TikTok. I'm a baby boomer. I'm learning this as it goes. Instagram, we're on Instagram. I had no idea what that was. They were teaching me. And if you're wise, you'll listen to the youth and the elders because those are the ones that are really alert. So if you're interested in making some serious money for the holidays and you speak different languages, etc. Take one of these cards and contact us, and uh, I'll send the uh, TikTok video to uh, Rhonda Patterson. So get one of those cards. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Chair, there's no other speakers for this item. All right. Um, Sorry, I missed something. Um, One thing before we close the agenda. If you're interested in making public comment, have other questions about youth advisory liaison advocacy stuff. As I said at the last meeting, um, using our position as commissioners, 
um, but not speaking for the entire commission while we go into the community is one is the fastest and easiest way for us to make change as commissioners to express our opinions um, and to organize for youth in the city. Um, so I would highly encourage you all to come to the meeting, contact me, talk to me after the meeting, anything like that. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll just say on, on the follow up on that, um, you know, we can't have a quorum, right? So if you're meeting outside of this room, you cannot have a, a quorum meeting or it's a violation of the Brown Act and you cannot make any actions, any comments outside of this room on behalf of the commission unless it's been voted on and approved by the entire commission. So you can act as an individual, like any individual in this room, in this city, in this state. But um, in order to act on behalf of the commission, the whole commission has to uh, vote on that. Right. For sure. Um, and just to clarify for people, if you go to the, to the council meeting, you can say you are a youth commissioner, but you say you speak as a community member, not for the entire commission. That's very important. All right. Um, that concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. This meeting is adjourned at 7.09.